One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Will you be my girlfriend, Stephanie? Well, um... Stephanie stammered. I took a deep breath and brought my hand up to my nose. Stephanie's face turned red. She knew what was about to happen. She knew I was about to sneeze. She shuddered and looked like she was going to burst into tears immediately. I took another breath and readied myself. Uh... I was almost sneezing. Wait, I'll do it. I'll be your girlfriend. I calmed down. I didn't sneeze. And just like that, I had a new pretty girlfriend. Stephanie was not my first girlfriend. As a matter of fact, she was the fifth girl that I had dated this year. I got them to agree to be my girlfriends the same way I got them to agree to leave me whenever I wanted a new girlfriend. The last girl I dated was Amanda, and I broke up with her just yesterday when I decided that Stephanie was going to be my new girlfriend. Amanda, it's over between us. Wait, why? Did I do something wrong? Why do you want to break up with me? You did nothing wrong, Amanda. I'm just tired of you. But we were just getting to know each other! Amanda screamed. Yes, I bullied girls into dating me, but when they accepted, I always treated them nicely. I bought special, expensive gifts for them and took them to nice places that they could never afford to go to on their own. I was the only child of wealthy parents. They lavished me with money, and I used it to take care of my girlfriends. Because of this, they always felt sad when I wanted to leave them. I felt bad too, but I couldn't handle taking care of more than one girl at a time. So whenever I wanted to date a new girl, I left the old one. I took a deep breath and pretended like I was about to sneeze. Fine! Amanda screamed. Don't sneeze. I accept it. It's over! And with that, she stormed off. The next day, I moved on to my new prey, Stephanie. I'm sure you must think I'm the luckiest guy in the world, and you're wondering how I make people do whatever I want, simply by either sneezing or pretending I want to sneeze. Well, I'm about to tell you right now. So hit the like button if you've enjoyed this story so far. Subscribe to this channel immediately and turn on post notifications so you don't miss any story from us. My name is Graham and I was diagnosed with epilepsy when I was only three years old. 
For those that don't know what epilepsy is, it's a sickness that makes me fall on the floor and start shaking and vibrating, even bleeding from my nostrils sometimes. I look like I'm about to die whenever it happens and this freaks everybody out. As years went by, the epileptic attacks reduced and started happening only when I sneezed. My parents talked to our family doctor about it and she told them to try to reduce the frequency of my sneezes by removing me from situations that triggered it. So I had to avoid dusty places, kitchens, cold places, and even meals that were too spicy. My parents did their best, but I still sneezed once in a while because it was natural. Whenever this happened, an emergency injection would be stabbed right into my heart and my mom would cry since she didn't know if I was going to survive. My parents could never get pregnant again after having me. I was the only one who could continue the family name and business, so they raised me like an egg. Whenever I felt like I was about to sneeze, my parents ran around like mad people doing everything possible to ensure I didn't sneeze. I got whatever I asked for, no matter how selfish or ridiculous it seemed. After noticing this, I started asking for more stuff. I asked for a car, a personal driver, bodyguards, all the latest Apple products and so many other expensive things that working class adults couldn't afford. My parents gave me everything, as long as I promised to try not to sneeze. This made me feel powerful. My pride rose to an unreasonable level, and one day I realized I could make everyone do my bidding, just like my parents. I decided to test this theory in class the next day. When Mr. Speaks, my English teacher, told me to come to the front of the class and read out my badly written English essay, I said no. He insisted and told me that he was going to give me detention if I refused. I took a deep breath and put my hands above my nose, getting ready to sneeze. At this time, nobody in the school knew about my condition apart from my principal, so they all stared at me wondering why I was trying to sneeze. Ah-choo! I sneezed with all the power I had in me. My powerful sneeze triggered my epileptic attack, and with a heavy thud, I landed on the floor. My classmates jumped up from their desks. Mr. Speaks went, What? He couldn't believe what had just happened. Did Graham really just trigger an epileptic episode? Does he want to kill himself? He asked, amazed. Nobody answered him because they were all running around me, trying whatever they could to help bring me back. The nurse was called, so she stabbed something into my heart, and I was well again. Everyone hugged me and told me they were glad I was back. They all looked so worried. I smiled mischievously because I knew that I had cracked the code. I knew the trick to ruling the whole school now. I knew it. I was a king. This was when I blew it out of proportion. I was wealthy and obsessed with power, so I acted accordingly. I became a brat and the school bully. I forced everyone to do whatever I wanted, teachers and students alike. I forced girls to date me, changing them up as I deemed fit. On the off chance that someone disobeyed my order, which was usually very rare, I would forcefully sneeze. My sneezes were mostly fake these days. As a result, they didn't always trigger the epileptic response I desired. Whenever this happened, I would simply fake it, giving the little kids around me a lifetime scare. One day, I was hanging out in the school park with my latest girlfriend, Stephanie. She was telling me how happy she was about the iPhone 13 I gave her as a birthday gift and how she had been able to make money on Instagram because of the high-quality pictures she'd been posting lately. When Mark, the info giver, called me to the side and gave me some news. We called him Mark, the info giver, because he always knew the latest thing about what was happening in school. I don't know how he did it, but he was the first person to know about whatever went down in school. Sometimes even before the school authorities. Mark didn't give his information for free, though. He always gave it in exchange for money, but he was scared of me, so he never asked me for money unless I volunteered to give him some. 
I was so stunned by what Mark told me this time that I didn't volunteer any cash. He looked sad, but I couldn't care less. You can leave now, I told him. Mark scrambled off. Thank you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bumbled as he ran off. What is it, honey? Stephanie asked. I ignored her and walked towards the principal's office. I was fuming. Mark told me that my parents were invited by the principal and they were in her office at that very moment talking about me. I got to the principal's office and opened the door slightly, but nobody noticed my presence. I heard their voices and Mark was right. I can't believe this! My father bellowed. Why will he behave this way? What have we done wrong? We have given him everything he's ever wanted. Why? I'm sorry, sir, but we are considering expelling your son. Students have been complaining that he is making their lives a living hell. Parents have threatened to withdraw their kids from our school because of him. My mother started shedding tears. I can't believe this. She cried. Don't expel him, please. Give us some time. My dad begged. What do you plan to do? My principal asked. Well, we will ignore him the next time he tries to sneeze. And even when he actually sneezes, we will still pay him no heed. My dad replied. When he realizes that his tactics are no longer working, he will be forced to change his ways. I suggest that you guys do the same thing here. Hmm. My principal pondered. Are you sure this is a good idea? If we start ignoring him, how will he know when he has a real attack? My dear mom asked. I don't think Graham has had an attack that wasn't self-induced in years. My principal interjected. At this point, I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't believe that these people, my own parents, were plotting against me, planning to ignore their own son. I stormed into my principal's office and screamed, You guys are all evil. You neither love nor care about me. I have always suspected this. You all hate me, don't you? No, Graham. That's not true. My mom pleaded. But I wasn't going to listen to her. I wasn't going to listen to any of them anymore. I started running away from the office, but as I ran, it felt like an invisible force went around my leg and pulled me to the floor. I landed with a thud. My chest contracted and I couldn't breathe anymore. My eyes went up my skull and my hands and feet started pointing in the wrong directions. As I started convulsing, I realized that I really hadn't had a real epileptic attack in years, so I had forgotten just how terrible and painful it really felt. Tears left my eyes as I figured out just how stupid I had been, playing with something that was life or death. I tried to call out to my sweet mom for help, but no words left my mouth, only sounds of gargling and undescribable pain. 
Mom! I screamed in my mind. Help me! But my lips formed no words and no one came to my help. I cried in pain. I had fallen right beside the principal's office door so they could still see me, yet no one came to help me. I knew it was all my fault. They thought I was pretending. Why wouldn't they? I hoped they would come and check on me just to confirm, but no one came. Not my parents, not the principal. Instead, they just laughed out loud and continued their discussion like nothing happened. I couldn't believe it. This was real. This was happening to me. I was going to die and my parents were going to watch me die because of my stupidity. When I started bleeding from my nostrils, my mother got worried and wanted to come help me. Sweetheart, I think we should check on Graham. He's been there for too long. He just started bleeding and I'm no longer comfortable. She told my dad. It's fine. My dad said. Our boy is just such a good actor. He will stop when he sees that no one is paying attention to him at all. My energy had left me and I could no longer fight it. I embraced the peace and quiet. I knew that this was the last time I was going to see my parents. So as I took one last glance at them, I whispered, I love you guys. The words didn't come out, but I just wanted to believe that they would hear me in their own minds. The last thing I saw before I closed my eyes was my mom racing towards me. I knew she would come, but it was already too late. I stepped into the light and I was gone. I woke up in the hospital one week later to find my mom, my dad, my principal, Stephanie, and our family doctor, Dr. Chambers, all looking down at me with smiles on their faces. I couldn't believe it. I didn't die. I was alive. Mom! I tried to scream. Yes, honey? She smiled. Don't stress yourself, okay? You'll be fine. What happened? I asked. I'm so sorry, my boy. We thought you were faking it. My dad cried. We will never ignore you again, ever. I know, Dad. You shouldn't be sorry. I should. I was out of control. I never knew how my actions were affecting others. I just wanted to have everything I wanted, and I did it through bullying instead of hard work. I'm very sorry, and I'll never go back to my old ways. Please, forgive me, I begged. We forgive you, my son. When we saw that you weren't moving, we immediately rushed you to the hospital. Dr. Chambers said it might not be able to revive you, but she and the other doctors would try all they could. Here we are, one week later. Thank you so much, Dr. Chambers. Thank you for saving our son. My dad turned and shook our family doctor's hands. It was a team effort, sir. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Always a pleasure. Dr. Chambers replied with a huge grin on his face. Stephanie ran and hugged me. I'm so glad you didn't die, honey. Stephanie, you're here? You still want to date me? But I've been so bad. Of course I want to date you. Even though you were a bully, you always cared. You took care of all your girlfriends properly and you gave them whatever they needed, even when it was to your own detriment. I was going to leave our school because of you before, but after hearing that you almost died, I realized that I actually do love you. I believe that you have really changed after this near-death experience, and I'm willing to give you a chance to prove yourself. Wow, Stephanie, I love you too. After this experience, I changed for the good. What did you learn from my story? Have you ever bullied someone? Have you ever been bullied yourself? What did you learn from your experience? Share it with us in the comments section below. Like, subscribe, and turn on post notifications and watch the next video on our channel. Bye.